Welcome, welcome back to the kitchen table. This is Arctic Eric, and I'm so thankful that you're here with me today. Been thinking about heaven due to a conversation with my granddaughter the other day, and in fact, I'm thinking about the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. So wherever you are and whatever you're doing, whatever time it is where you are, thanks for joining me here at the kitchen table. Hope you're doing well today. John the Baptist and Jesus both said, Repent, turn around, go the other way, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand near. Well, if both John the Baptist and Jesus proclaim this, then it might be a good idea to find out what in the world might they be talking about. We know that Jesus says that not everyone who says to him, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but those who do the will of his Father in heaven. And the will of the Father is what? That we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. So it isn't just having a a good God concept, but it's about crying out according to Scripture and saying, Jesus, you alone You are the way, the truth, and the life. I'm trusting entirely upon you. Not just the historical you, but the Jesus you that is alive today. Raised from the dead. That Jesus. Jesus goes on to say, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Believe the good news that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's King. He's Savior. He is life eternal. And he wants to be that for each of us, in us, by the Holy Spirit. Okay, now the Pharisees were asking Jesus, when will, the G, uh, when will the kingdom come? And Jesus says, look, you don't find it by observation. No, no, no. Because the kingdom is in our midst. He goes on to say here in Luke, it says, the kingdom of God is within you. You know, we pray, let your kingdom come in earth. We're an earthen vessel. And his desire is that as the king over his domain, we are his purchased possession. He's bought us with the blood of Jesus Christ that he can dwell in us, that the king comes in us, not just to us, but in us, and establishes an area where he rules as king. That's his king domain, his kingdom in us. Wow. That's incredible. Jesus called his disciples and said, Listen, let the children come to me. Don't forbid them, because such 
is the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, whoever doesn't receive the kingdom of God as a little child will not enter it. It's this childlike faith. It's not being naive. It's being informed what the gospel in the scriptures reveals, that Jesus Christ is the Lord, the King, the Savior. In John, Jesus is speaking to Nicodemus, and he says, look, I am telling you the truth. I'm telling you for certainty. You'll never even see the kingdom, much less comprehend the kingdom in its depth and in its truth, in its mysteries, in its reality, unless you're born again. He tells him, unless you're born of water, that's the first birth, And the second birth, the new birth, the born-again experience by the Spirit, if that has not happened, you'll not enter heaven. You'll not be a part of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, according to Paul, is not eating and drinking. It's not about this seen realm. It's not about all your activities. No, it's about the Holy Spirit and the righteousness, the peace, and the joy that come from the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit. You know, the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. It's not in information. It's in transformation by the power of God. Listen, the kingdom is here. The kingdom is now. The kingdom is available. The king is available now. But remember, just because you believe in God, well, that's great, but but you're like the one that said, Lord, Lord. Listen, you have to do the will of the Father, and that is a faith work, a work of faith. Faith in what the Bible, the Scriptures, declare the truth is. And the truth is Jesus the Christ, the Son of God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the Lord Jesus Christ, that that Christ is believed in from the depths of our being according to Scripture. And the Bible declares that that moment, that instant that you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead to justify you, to pay for your sin, you've repented, you've acknowledged you're a sinner, you you understand you need help. The moment you believe, pow, you're born again. The Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. And the first fruit of that new birth experience is you declare, Jesus is Lord. The king has come to reside in me. I am his domain. You're his domain if you believe in Jesus. He's begun a good work in you. He wants to show you the mysteries of the kingdom. He wants to help you to live with childlike faith. That is a mature faith. Why? Because children trust. And we, as God's children, trust in him alone. We don't trust in our works. We trust in the completed, the finished works of Jesus Christ on the cross. Yes, the kingdom is real. Heaven is real. And heaven is in your heart. 
Yeah. The Christ is in your heart when you believe. You say, Eric, but I've heard this 500 times. Well, good. Now share it with someone else. Be bold. If you've repented, if you've believed, if you've received, if you're being transformed, then you have something to share with others. It's called your testimony of being changed through faith in Jesus Christ. Entering into a relationship with God not based upon your works, but based upon the completed works, the finished works of Jesus Christ. Yes, Christians will do things as a result of a new nature in them. But actually, it's God in them leading them along those steps, that life, that plan that was already prepared long in advance that you and I would walk in it. He'll do it. Oh, it's an exciting life when we repent and when we turn and when we believe. Don't be saying, Where is the kingdom? Show it to me. Listen, the king will show it to you. He will show that he's the king in you as he works in you to transform you in accordance with his will. You say, but I I don't know his will. Well, it's easy. Spend time with him in scripture and he will reveal to you his nature, his person his character, and he will speak to you clearly in your heart through thoughts and impressions that go beyond your ability to lead you into the life that he has prepared for you. But if we're empty in our minds, in other words, if our minds haven't been filled with and by the Spirit transformed with the scripture that we have put into our minds, then we're not going to hear him. We're not going to understand him. Because God does things in accordance to the way he has revealed himself to us in scripture, in Christ Jesus. Oh, I just can't overemphasize today here at the kitchen table the importance of scripture for the king and his kingdom to expand in our lives. Yes, today, Lord, let your kingdom come in me. Take control of of more and more of my thoughts and my life. You're a holy king. You're a righteous king. You're the king eternal. Your name is Jesus. I just can't stop today. I don't know why, but it's okay. Remember this, it's not by works. It's by faith through grace, that amazing grace. Amazing grace that has put us in that race and that grace that wants to sustain us in the race. God doesn't just put us in the race, And then he looks down from heaven to see how in the world we're going to finish the race. 
No, he decides he's going to move on the inside of us to complete what he began. He has set us in that race. He's put us there. And he desires to continually empower us by his grace, transform us by his grace, and all in accordance with Scripture, so that he is glorified in Christ Jesus in us. God is glorified with what Christ has done and is doing and wants to do through your life. Listen, we need to be more like God who rested from his works on the seventh day. We need to learn to rest from our works, anything that we're doing to be good enough for God, anything we're doing to please God. Listen, what pleases God is faith. That's what pleases God. It's the works of faith, faith at work in you, Christ at work in you, working through you, shows his works are being accomplished. Absolutely. Listen, has your life been changed by Christ? Are there things about you that have been transformed since that day you capitulated and said yes to Jesus? Well, that is faith at work. Faith in Christ is at work in you. Faith in him. He's in you. He is at work in you to accomplish goods, God's good purpose and plan in you, for you, and through you. But don't be caught up in thinking, yeah, but I want heaven, and in order to get there, there's a whole list of things I need to do, and there's a whole list of things that I shouldn't do. Yes, it's true. There are things Christians do, and there are things Christians should not do. But the doing and the not doing is the result of Christ coming into our lives and changing us, transforming us from being lovers of sin to being lovers of God. Those who are are pierced in their heart when they sin and rejoice in God when they see the things in their life that used to draw them and attract them and cause them to do things that they're ashamed of today or embarrassed of today, that they're gone because God has taken them away and is taking them away and is changing us to be like God design for us to be. Listen, Christ in you, he is the hope, the holiness, the wisdom, the sanctification, the righteousness. Everything you need is in you, and he wants to work in you to transform you continually. You say, well, Eric, I I can't really think of what what God has, has been doing in my life. Wow, slow down and say, oh, Holy Spirit, work in me. Show me what God desires to do. Show me what he has been doing. Let me open scripture. Help me, Holy Spirit, to show me the things in my life you want to change and to remind me of the things you've delivered me from. I like it when when Paul wrote and he gives a list of, of activities and actions that were sinful and undesirable, and he declares to those he's writing and says, yeah, at one time you were just like those people. 
So there are things God has done, has transformed, has changed in your life. Ask the Holy Spirit to remind you. And then as you read scripture and he puts his finger on something else that he wants to clean up, that he wants to change, that he wants to fix, immediately respond with, yes, Lord, your word is true. Your will is true and and pure like your word. And, And Lord, let it be done today because I'm not able to change myself. But you've begun that good work in me today. Let your kingdom come. Let your domain be expanded in me, the area which you are king and Lord and Christ over. Help me to be like a child in my heart and to to read the word of God, enlightened by the Holy Spirit, and to believe it and to say yes to it. Say, yes, Lord, let your good will be done in my life and through my life to the benefit of others. I hope you're blessed today. It's sure good to join you here. I know it was a lot of Bible verses, but that's okay. Give us this day our daily bread. Jesus said, I am the bread that comes down from heaven. He is the bread of life. He is the word made flesh. That eternal word, let us dine on it continually. Well, I'm looking forward to the next time we meet here at the kitchen table. May the Lord bless you right now. Good day.